This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, April 30th. An April to forget. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. The Treasury market is just coming off of a dismal real GDP report for the first quarter, in addition to an FOMC meeting that resulted in official commitment to continue buying bonds in a limitless fashion. Neither of these events were a surprise to investors. However, we did see a somewhat counterintuitive move in equities. Domestic equities ended the day significantly higher, with most of the indexes up between 2 and 3%. Now, this is at odds with the realities of the economic data. It isn't, however, inconsistent with some of the optimism associated with new treatments for COVID-19, and that really has been the story in risk assets over the course of the week. We now see the NASDAQ as flat on the year, which is remarkable given the fact that we're still in the middle of a pandemic. The recovery of the equity markets doesn't imply that the economic damage from the coronavirus has been mitigated or that we've even seen the full extent of the downside. Recall that the current quarter is anticipated to reveal a contraction that will shatter records and models. For the time being, however, the macro narrative has transitioned toward reopening, recovering, and rebuilding. In contrast, the U.S. rates market hasn't been overcome by the same optimism as seen in other asset classes. The 10-year yield is once again at 61 basis points. Now, we're impressed by the durability of the range. Recall that that range is 54 to 78. This isn't to suggest that in 2021, TINs will be holding the same range, even if it currently appears that that might be the most likely outcome. We're retaining our call to see the eventual reemergence of inflationary pressures in the wake of the pandemic, which will serve to put upward pressure on treasury yields, particularly those further out the curve. For TINs, we're continuing to target a range of 125 to 150 as the year-end approaches. But in these markets, that feels as if it's more than a lifetime away given the current conditions. In the very near term, the present range will remain the defining characteristic in the U.S. rate space. As such, 54 to 78 basis points in TINs will be in place well through month end. And with recent experience as a guide, a substantial breakout won't really be on the table until the middle of May or later. The underlying logic behind this call is that the incoming economic data will continue to be ignored in favor of headlines regarding the treatment of COVID-19 and the success of the reopening efforts, which will really commence in earnest during the second half of the month. Today is month end, and given the uptick in issuance and the delayed inclusion of treasuries from March, which were greater than 12 months in maturity, the demand should be substantial versus an extension number of 0.13 years. Relying on our core tenant that supply and demand and known flows are more influential on the shape of the yield curve as opposed to the outright level of rates, all else being equal, we would expect a flattening bid to prove itself the path of least resistance. This morning's data is limited to March's consumption figures, which were already held in yesterday's GDP print, so heavily discounting those numbers. 
In addition, initial jobless claims are expected to show, yet again, millions of workers filing for unemployment benefits as the realities of the lockdown flow through to the real economy. But as we've seen recently, the Treasury market is unwilling to take any direction from initial jobless claims. Perhaps it's simply the confirmation of the already known dismal environment in the U.S. labor force. Looking ahead slightly, tomorrow we do have ISM manufacturing, which is expected to show a significant slowdown. The consensus is for a print of 36, which is well below last month's print of 49.1, and consistent with a sector which has slipped well into contractionary territory. Aside from that, we'll continue to watch the transition from Fridays, which throughout most of the pandemic had been an opportunity to take risk off the table as investors had been reluctant to go home over the weekend short treasuries. That dynamic has changed in recent weeks and we'll be looking for a further confirmation that people would rather be long equities than treasuries over the weekend given the skew of headline risks associated with the outbreak. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.